Ah, yes. The seatbelt sign is on, and we are into our final descent, headed straight towards week seven. What do we do about the chalk? Where are our favorite pivot plays? We're going to find out tonight here on the contrarian episode, the secret menu of the DFS Deli. Broncos country? Let Ah, oh, shit, he's out, isn't he? Damn it! Sorry, let's try that again. Yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Welcome in to the DFS Deli. I am the proprietor of this delicatessen, Sully Ali Shahid. And yes, week seven is here. And we are taking a deep dive. Those pivot plays, those uncomfortable plays. That'll get you to the top of your tournament leader boards. Whether you're playing small field MME, large field tournaments, it doesn't matter. The rules still remain the same. And we're going to cover it all tonight on the DFS Deli. Tonight, I am joined by Baker and Dale making his triumphant return for week two. Guys, um, we had a call off tonight. Um, our, our fellow Deli mate had a party to attend, and I graciously gave him the night off. So shout out to Chill. He will not be on the episode tonight, but we ride nonetheless. Uh, I am fresh off of work. I had to work my second job tonight. So that was a that was a good time getting back into the swing of things, getting that Christmas money. But I won't need any Christmas money from that job after tomorrow when you, me, the listeners, all of us get to the top of our tournament leader boards. Baker, how are you feeling tonight, my friend? Uh, I feel spicy. Uh, hmm. I feel swole. I feel shirtless and hairy. This is taking a very erotic turn, but all right, we're in this. That was not erotic. I literally don't have a shirt on right now. You're talking well, spicy, you're talking swole, and you're talking shirtless. I'm talking swole because prior to starting, I just worked out. It doesn't. Matter. I'm talking shirtless because I don't physically have a shirt on. I'm talking spicy because my dinner was actually very spicy and my mouth is still fucking on fire. I thought you were talking spicy as in like these plays you're about to give us because let me tell you, Matt Ryan is not spicy. I mean, Matt Ryan is the key to the t- uh, He's the answer. He's one of the answers. One of the <laughs> answers to the test. <laughs> Matt Ryan, the key to the slate, boys. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of keys out there. There's keys to cars. There's keys to my heart. Mm-hmm. And there's keys to the slate. I will give you all three tonight. <laughs> Baker, I'm more excited about the key to your heart because I've been trying to figure that out for 21 years and I still haven't. I mean, I've been trying to figure it out for 36, bro. Fair, fair, fair. Dale, welcome back. How's it going, man? Dragon ass after a birthday party for a two-year-old. A lot of Sesame Street shit and a lot of fucking work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two-year-olds will do that to you. Yeah. By, yeah. by the way, Sully, I think uh, Dale's trying to take your uh, your shtick. What? I'm just saying, you got kids. Like, that's been your thing here in the deli for years. You're the Heath Slater. 
Dale's coming in here. He's, ah, he's trying to work on his Heath Slater, talking about his kid. I'm just saying, throwing it out there. My kids are older, so I did it first. I don't care. It, there will be, there will always be uh, imitators, but uh, there was only one original, and that's me. Well, he's got kids. Hard S. I have a kid. I mean, we don't know. Sam might be pregnant again. No, nah, we want it done, dog. I already know that. <laughs> Fair enough. Hit him with it, Zoe. <laughs> I mean, you gonna have one more than me. That you know of. I mean, I've told many of people this. If I ever have a kid, it's on accident. So that's like my life story. I was an accident, which is cool. I, I was definitely an accident. <laughs> In that case, remind me to yell at your mom next time I see her, Zoe. My mother has made it very clear that uh I was not expected. So <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, I think well, my brother and I were unexpected. She did not plan to have kids like at all. So, um, you know, shout out to mom uh, for uh, letting us letting us come into this world. You know, kind of unexpected. Yeah, for letting me live. You know, shout out Nick Cannon. Uh, but yeah, man, we're here and we're ready to talk about some week seven contrarian plays, guys. This is actually and according according to the numbers, this is actually. The most like this is the favorite show of the week. So like this actually almost doubles the amount of downloads the Wednesday show gets. Well, that's because, you know, nobody realizes on Wednesday because nobody does a first look podcast. Nobody's like, oh, first look. We got to see the first look because nobody else does it. So people aren't used to a first look since we're the only podcast that does that. Only everybody, one. everybody does like the final. Oh, this is what you got to do. So people want to come in. Ah, ah, that that makes um a ton of sense. And I think that I think people want to hear more of the crazy shit that we have concocted in our heads because man, this week, woo, I'm going off the mother in reservation, bro. I mean, I mean I, I'm out there. Matt Ryan, come on now. We can't get more crazy than Matt Ryan. Yes, Baker, you don't believe me? Just watch. <sighs> Baker, song. I won the Daily Dollar last week with PJ Walker at me. That's he just... did beat us with PJ freaking Walker, bro. Before we, we go should be ashamed. To, we should. But before we go on to talk about uh, blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Literally, you guys made fun of me in our text thread about my about my Vikings being uh, my doll here because, you know, Baker's like, blah, 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 blah. If I would have actually switched to my other stack, I would have beat you. Woulda, shoulda, coulda, but you didn't. I contemplated texting it. I'm, I'm like, man, these motherfuckers. I'm about to switch it up. Sorry, 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 my man. Time, my Tom Brady team would have took you. Hey, new week, bro. New week, and we're ready for it. New we are thrilled about it. Yeah, who dis Lee? Well, if you don't know, we go position by position, identifying the chalk, and then we identify the pivot plays, the potential low own plays that we could sprinkle in some of our lineups and uh again elevate us to the top of the leaderboards so as always we start with the qb position and i'm very excited to talk about this one because this is going to be strange very very strange um not necessarily playing any bad plays per se but as we know lamar is the chalk and there's going to be a decent amount of ownership behind Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. Now, as far as the latter, I like the P 
pieces that they have. I like Mike Williams. I like T. Higgins. There's going to be pieces. I like Mark Andrews in a vacuum. But if this ownership is going to be, you know, especially in, in in higher dollar single entry tournaments. Now, MME, you can get away with pretty much everything. But these guys, I'm not saying they're not core plays, but you can poke holes in damn near everybody. But there's a couple holes that, you know, it, it might steer you away from a couple of these plays. So, again, Lamar, divisional matchup. We haven't seen the ceiling from him in several weeks now. And it's kind of scary. So you get you get uh, Mark Andrews banged up. He just announced that he is going to play. Bateman, questionable. He, he should be playing. We should welcome him back. But you can tell that that receiving core is in kind of disarray with them signing 39-year-old, 95-year-old Deshaun Jackson. Um, and I, I'm just and Lamar is a solid cash game. Of course, he has that rushing floor that we all love in our cash games, especially with no hurt business, no Josh Allen on the slate. But it's just something about this game that just scares the living poop out of me. And I don't know what it is. I'm not saying don't play Lamar. Lamar is a fantastic play, but you can pull holes in it. And at this ownership, I don't know if I want to get there. So, guys, I'll start off with, I know, and, and we spoke off air with you two about um, Lamar, yes or no. I think these are both yes for you, but who is someone else that you're willing to play? And, God dang it, Baker, we got to start with you with Matt Ryan, don't we? I mean, you don't have to start with me. You, 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 by all means, do not have to. But when you eventually come to me, one Matthew James Ryan III will be who I speak about. Is that his full name? Is that his oh. actual full name, or did you make that up? I 100% made that up. Okay, because I, I kind of want to fact check you, Ooh. but uh, as long as you acknowledge that you made it up, we're good. I mean, now I have to look up his actual name. Just so I mean, it, it does roll off the tongue very well, so I mean, I will give you that. Thank you. Matthew Thomas. Thomas. Ryan. Matthew Thomas. Of course mm. it's something basic. Of course it is. Thomas. I mean, Thomas. I, I, was, I was on the right trail with James. You never trust a guy with two first names, bro. <laughs> no, you only trust people with two first names. It's a crowd pleaser. Can't do it. All right. So here's the reason why I'm on Matt Ryan this week. One, we've seen Matt. We've seen this. We've seen Matt Ryan have success versus t- this Titans team already this season. Uh, his second best game since last week was his best game of the season. Uh, he had he had a lot of success versus them. What was it week two, week one? I do believe. Week two. I'll say it wasn't week one. They got ran by the Jags. They they tied Houston week one. Yeah, they tied Houston. Oh, my bad. My Lord bad. Jesus, right. Lord help us. They tied Houston. Uh, secondly, we know where the ball's going when it's coming from the right arm of Matt Thomas Ryan. Third, we saw Carson Wentz carve up this secondary. When If Carson Wentz can do it, anybody can do it because Carson Wentz is trash. This is my sneaky shootout of the day. Both defenses, both defenses give up chunk plays, give up points in bunches. So if we're looking for a pace up spot, this could definitely be that game as well. And the, on the Tennessee side, it's really easy. Like your run backs, you literally have two options to run back. And no, Dale, it is not Austin Hooper. 
You run it back with your king. You run it back with Bobby Trees. That's it. You have you you have uh, Pity City, who didn't build this city. He runs this city. And you have Alec Pierce, the emerging rookie, as a he is a vertical threat. And he's also started to get some targets underneath as well. You know, giving him a decent floor with a high ceiling as well. Because Tennessee gets beat deep. That's the one thing about Tennessee. They they will give up these huge plays, and Alec Pierce has speed to burn. So there's a lot of expensive plays. So I feel like this is a week where obviously Lamar's a great play, Justin Herbert's a great play. I love them both. But there is their salary to be saved, but not a lot at receiver and not so much at running back. So tight end and quarterback are the two positions that I want to try to save some money on. So that's what kind of also leads me to Matt Ryan. This will be the week that he throws random touchdowns to like backup tight ends. You know that, right? Oh, there's a chance that I will have whatever the rookie tight end's name is. I forget it off the top of my head. I will probably have a lineup with him. And there's a chance I'll have some uh, Moetley Cox in my life this week, too. Understood. Understood. Dale, who's a, who's a guy that you're going off the reservation with? G- g- give me one of your, your main guys this week. There's two. There, there's definitely two. That's fine. Hit me with two. The first one is Jared Thomas Goff. Is his middle name really Thomas? Fact check it. Wow. We got so so two guys with the middle name of Thomas is your guys contrarian really? Fact check it. I don't want to. I know you did. I know you're good. <laughs> We're good. But I mean he's only fifty eight hundred. I know he's going against Dallas, but the Sun God's back. Please, for the love of God, let DeAndre Swift play. My fantasy team needs this so bad. It's not going to happen, Dale. God. Just let me give me hope, please. I need him and, uh, and uh, Keenan Allen to both play. <laughs> Neither one of them is looking like they're going to. Oh, you can forget about the Keenan Allen thing. Fuck you, fake. So I'm just reporting what Shefty tweeted, okay? This isn't me reporting it. This is just me reading the guy who knows everything football. Oh, I don't even uh, Oh, God. But, yeah, anyways, Jared Thomas Goff, he's, he's there for me. He's only 5,800 on DraftKings. I mean, gives you a little wiggle room other places. Or you can go with the guy going against that Kansas City defense that really hasn't stopped the passing game yet this year against anybody. And Jimmy G. Well, I mean, tell me a little bit about Jimmy G. Because we talked about this off air for a second. I mean, it's the second highest total on the board. And because of the disruption that CMC has caused, I think a lot of people are going to be off of this game. Because what were solid plays with Debo and, you know, Brandon Ayuk having the, the, the good week last week. And, you know, the run back option on Kansas option on KC is Travis Kelsey to one and only. <laughs> yep. That's it. I mean, Jim, but, but the problem with Jimmy G for me, minus the wrench known as CMC is the upside. Like, do we really see 303 from this guy at all? Or do we see like pieces that could benefit from this game environment? I'm with the pieces. I 303 is a little much asking for him, but I see – I could probably see three touchdowns, but I don't see the 300 yards. Just 
ain't making it there. But I mean, he's even cheaper than Goff. He's only 5,500 on DraftKings. I mean, that's nothing for a quarterback that's supposed to be 5% owned. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think he presents a uh, a good swaption as well. So let's say you're sitting on Herbert or Geno or somebody in this late window and your one o'clock guys fail. I mean, the lower owned quarterback of that, of that, you know, late slate is going to be Jimmy G with the potential for some upside. So I get behind that. I get behind that. Well, guys, uh, I'm going to get gross. I'm going to throw two at you. No, it is not Brett Ripien. I, I'm just not, just not going to do that. Um, but I got two guys. One is, uh, one is the bad gentleman. Known as Aaron Rodgers. Now he has a condensed target tree with the slew of injuries that they have at the receiver position. So we, in theory, minus the running backs, we know where the ball is going. And this Washington pass defense is sauce. I think Baker thinks that the Tennessee game could be the sneaky shootout. I think the sneaky shootout is right here in this Green Bay game. I think you got a guy on the opposite side and Taylor Heineke that plays with his hair literally on fire and he has zero to lose. So I think they play up in pace in this game. And I think Taylor Heineke is going to fling it to the point where they could, there could be a little back and forth in this game. I think Aaron Rodgers getting back to basics comments um, is basically saying, put the damn ball in my hand. Let me handle this. And I think we get a vintage Aaron Rodgers game out of him. And I think that this Washington Commanders team is the the the, the cure-all for bad, bad quarterback play after especially this embarrassing loss to the Jets last week. So I think he's in an intriguing spot at no ownership. And the last guy, my second guy, if, if everybody's going to be on the chalkier pieces of this Raiders game, there's got to be some pushback. Don't you dare. Davis Mills. Yes. <laughs> against this 32nd rank, according to DVOA pass defense. We know, we definitely know where the ball is going. Damian Pierce is going to be chalky. You want to play the opposite him, side him of this? handing the ball off to Damian Pierce? No, 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 that, no, no. no, no. Here's, the Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There are, not only is his options cheap, they're low-owned. So let's say you started your day with, well, your late slate, I should say, because they play at four, with Davis Mills, Nico Collins, Brandon Cooks, run it back with Devontae Adams. You avoid every chalk piece for the Raiders, and you literally leverage the field at zero ownership. Let's say you play all chalk at one o'clock. And that's your stack late. There is definitely potential for this Vegas team to get torn up by Davis Mills. I mean, this secondary is horrific. And if we're expecting Josh Jacobs to be chalky and score all these points and, you know, we got the island of Foster Moreau unlocked now that Darren Waller's out, like, there's so many chalky pieces on this side. If you play the opposite end of it, you leverage a huge chunk of the field. I mean, a huge chunk of it. So tell me that there is not potential for Davis Mills to actually have a serviceable day 
in fantasy. And look at this price, man. The price unlocks so much in the rest of your lineups. You can play your Ecklers. You can play your King. You can play whoever you want at that point. I'm not saying he has anywhere near the upside of these top guys. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Lamar. I completely understand that. But what he gets you in this cheap stack is options to get up to some of the places that the other teams around you are unable to get to. So give me some Davis Mills. Give me some A.A. Ron. And I'm out of here. I thought you were going to say uh, Derek Carr. That's why I said stop it. I'm not playing Derek Carr, sorry ass. You you scared me. Like It, it, it was a build-up for Derek Carr, and I'm like, don't you fucking dare. Nah, man. I've played enough Derek Carr in my day. That I I, I I know better. I'm I'm very good on that. No, thank you. I feel no like Chill, Chill's ears just perked up because we said uh, Derek Carr. Like, ooh, some, somebody's talking about my boy Derek Carr. Like, ooh, ooh <laughs> double stack Devontae Adams and Foster Moreau with Derek Carr. No, I'm good. So I, I, I mean, the island of Foster Heineke. Moreau only produces every single time he's the starter. So I know, right? Dale, where he's in? Got to throw something at you for the last time Taylor Heineke played Green Bay last year. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Went 25 for 37, 268, one touchdown, one interception, 10 rushing attempts for 95 yards. And got uh, 22 points. Let's go. (laughs) Again, there could be some pushback. This could be a sneaky shootout, man. Taylor Heineke will either play like he will keep the game close or he's going to throw seven picks. Seven? (laughs) I mean, that's Taylor Heineke. He never somebody played more than way two, too much way. Taylor Heineke last year. He never threw more than two last year. I was being sarcastic, Dave. I'm going to allow this. I mean, it. you could say seven. I don't give a shit. The paid actor can throw four. We're, but... not, talking about, we're not talking about the actor, all right? He's hurt. He's not playing. He's not in Cleveland. We don't care. I mean, he was hurt all last year, too, but, you know, still played. But, yeah, as a Heineke truther, he will play you into a game. Like he has some sort of upside to him. And he will bury your lineup so fucking fast as well. Again, I didn't advocate to play Taylor Heineke. I just said he's gonna keep it close with AA Ron. I didn't play I didn't say play Taylor Heineke. I'm talking about I'm talking I'm talking to Dale. Okay. okay. I'm talking okay. to the I'm talking to the I'm farmer, not, not you. Not I'm you. Not, I'm not playing fucking oh, Taylor Heineke. Hell crazy? Hell no. I'm crazy. Well, ain't that crazy. That's just well, dumb. You might be. I might be. I am playing Aaron Rodgers in like a lot of lineups tomorrow. I mean, you're playing Davis Mills. All right. Let's go. Davis fucking Mills. I'm playing the Mills Mafia, baby. Can you ride? What, because you don't have your other mafia, you're playing Mills? Yeah. Because it it rhymes with Bills? Yeah. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) You've put all the pieces together, Baker, and I am upset. You've solved the puzzle of of my QB conundrum. I mean, we are two halves of one whole idiot, my friend. You ain't wrong, baby. You ain't wrong. Uh, any other quarterbacks to mention before we head over to running back? Can I? Can I? Can, can I? Can I debunk this Jared Goff shit for Dale? No. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right. So, I mean, Joe mentioned Wednesday the show that nobody listened to, or less people listened to. Less, less, less. The people listen. It's just less than this show for some strange reason. Like you have a. You have like eight hours to digest this show, whereas you have like five days to digest the Wednesday one. 
Jill mentioned an interesting point that literally since Jared Goff has been a uh, a lion, he does not have a road victory. Now, I understand True. that's not conducive for fantasy points, but the conducive part for it is in those games, he normally does not like it's normally not a shootout type of situation. Now, we've seen the Lions in a lot of shootouts this year. This Cowboys defense ain't shooting out with shit. They are flat out just shutting people down outside of Jalen Hurts because he's Jalen Hurts. I mean, they, to be fair, to be fair with that game, I, I'll give you your credit here. Like, I'll give you their credit on their defense. But to be fair to that poor defense, how many times did fucking Cooper Rush get picked off and literally Jalen Hurts only had to go like 35, 40 yards and they were there already? I mean, that Eagles defense is, is legit. Oh, I know yeah, it, it is. is. Oh, that, I know that, it is. That Eagles defense is legit out there. They have, have arguably the best, you know, two corner uh, corner tam- uh, tandem in football right now. And, I mean, they got rookie Jordan Davis just literally causing problems in the middle for Rush. But for not Rush. to mention, like, if the Cowboys are – we know that, you know, uh, the Lions are the gift that keeps on giving. You know what I'm saying? They're, 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 they're the, Oprah, the Oprah Winfrey of touchdowns. Everybody gets one. Except your boy. <clears throat> We're not on running backs yet. As we transition to running backs, once I shut the hell up, <laughs> then we can talk about my boy. <laughs> so you mean to tell me in a script that should be Jared Goff having to throw a bunch with this Cowboys defense teeing off and they can force some turnovers? Yeah, Jared Goff just, no. Yep. Give, give me the Dave Hester from fucking Storage Wars. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'll take my Thomas versus your Thomas. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, <clears throat> <clears throat> I think just, that just made the list. <laughs> did we just make the prop list? Did I we? mean, it, it, it sounds like we got the list of Jericho coming out of retirement. <laughs> now, Sully, take us to running. You just made the list. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Why do you have it queued up? Either you had that queued up or you found that way too fast. I found way, it way too, too fast on Z. Oh, actually, so it used to be one of my notification ringtones on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Touche. Well, running backs, uh, basically it is uh, not flat. I mean, Josh Jacobs and Uncle Lenny leading Z-Way at running back. So we're thinking like, you got to sit in between maybe 15% or lower to be considered contrarian. And the only like running back in my opinion, that could break a slate at less than 5%. It's the same guy every damn week. It's Nick Chubb. So, I mean, I don't understand and I get the matchup, but like it's something about his name or whatever the case is that no one ever plays him. And guess what? I ain't playing him either. So I get that he is very capable. He's he's Derrick Henry, except he leaves the field. And that's the problem with that man. I mean, if Kareem Hunt wasn't a thing, then maybe he would be rostered. Or Stefanski wasn't. Or if Stefanski wasn't dumb. Yes, I completely agree. But as far as like sub 10% guys go, I mean, Nick Chubb always makes the list. Um, but we don't need to advocate for him, but it's more so there's going to be some, I don't know, pivots, but there could be a couple guys that are below 10% that you could 
sneak into your tournament lineups. And leading off that list for me personally is Travis Etienne. So this Giants team, decent against the run. But I think that at his price point, and we're seeing that usage transition further and further away from James Robinson and go to the more explosive Travis Etienne, that this could be a spot where we could potentially get that breakout game. So you want to talk about somebody that's less owned than the field at a good price. I think Travis Etienne, this could be one of those games where we see the, not the torch passed, but we see more of like a 70-30 split with Etienne compared to Robinson. And obviously, even if the game script goes the opposite way, Travis Etienne is the receiving back. So I think he's one of those guys. And of course, I will always advocate for the brand. As Baker humbly mentioned that Detroit is the gift that keeps on giving when it comes to fantasy production. And I understand that with his, with Tony Pollard's game, it has to come from deep, but as far as attaining a ceiling, that's what we want. We want him to come from deep. We want a 50 yard touchdown run. We want a guy to be, you know, in the top three with 11 carries and 100 plus yards in two because he got there on long runs. And again, this Detroit defense is definitely a team that could give it up. So I understand that with Ezekiel Elliott gaining more steam, that people would shy away from Tony Pollard. But this is definitely a spot, especially in larger field tournaments, that I would certainly consider sprinkling in some Tony Pollard for the brand. Dale? Because I, I I don't want to hear about Zeke right now from Baker. So give me a couple of guys that are making your list as a low-owned play. So you already mentioned Tony Pollard. I was in on it also. But like we talked about pre-show, Gus Edwards got activated off the PUP list. And something about Harbaugh just loves him some Gus Edwards just always so i got a feeling it 4k (laughs) why not nobody is going to play gus edwards and why the hell not take a shot at it hey was it last year that uh the ravens had a game where like three of their running backs scored touchdowns yes wasn't like latavius murray god i know latavius murray was one of them Dobbins, was it Gus Edwards and um, nah, Justice Gus, Hill? Gus Edwards nor Justice Hill even played last year. Oh, my bad. So they had three random dudes score three random touchdowns. It was yeah. uh, Latavius Murray, me, and you scored touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, there's my whole in the Lamar argument. There it is right there. Three yeah. random guys. So tomorrow we get Justice Hill, King and Drake, and um, the Gus Bus all active in that backfield. You best believe Lamar is going to fall down at the one multiple times, and then these random dudes are going to punch it in. Check it, book it, do it. Don't forget Mike. Don't don't forget Mike Davis is somehow involved in this offense. Oh, yeah, too. I forgot Mike Davis still Stop. a thing. Mike Davis is not a thing. Mike I mean, Davis he's not a thing on the roster. I guess he plays. I guess. That's like saying Anthony Schwartz plays for the Browns. He does. It, 
He plays bunny ears. I mean, for the start of the season, he was out snapping David Bell. How's that going for him? I mean, it's going about as well as you would think for somebody who can't catch. (laughs) And just another spinoff. What's your guys' projections for CMC this weekend? You can't play him. Uh, You can't. You can't. You can't play him. Like, you can't trade a guy midweek and think he's going to be anywhere acclimated near with the playbook. So let's say he gets five to ten basic touches, you know, your your basic schemes just to get used to the out. There's no ceiling, especially at the price that he's at. You want CMC to be CMC at that price. There is zero way you can play CMC tomorrow. Zero. So you're going to tell me that you can get Kyle Shanahan to get a guy right off the practice squad and get him. It's their practice squad. It's their playbook. Nah, man. I I can see it. Do you want... Are you following the uh the babysitting narrative? Is that is that what you're following? <sighs> you can call it that. Because I mean, you know, Kyle Shanahan used to babysit CMC. <sighs> I mean, you could I was gonna go more along the lines of like, oh, we have a shiny new toy, let's see what it can do. No, no, no. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't get, you know, the, 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 the fresh off the factory freaking, uh, drag race card, put it straight to the track. You got to break that motherfucker in, man. How about this? You ready for this bet, Sully? And you can take it or leave it. We can, we can hit you with another, uh, you just made the list if you want, but CMC will outscore Jonathan Taylor this week. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Sign me up. What the you fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. If he wants to give me these easy ones, I mean, shit. I mean, I'll take it. What the fuck are you smoking over there, Dale? <laughs> the midnight oil off of a birthday party, dog. <laughs> I mean, have you? I mean, have you been spending too much time on the fucking farm? Is something wrong with you? I haven't been to the farm in a hot minute, man. Guys, any other names you want to sprinkle in at running back that can make some intriguing plays tomorrow at low ownership? Well, it was funny <laughs> that he Zeke. that he wanted to, that he wanted to say freaking Jonathan Taylor because I was about to say Jonathan fucking Taylor. I got JT in the middle of all these guys. I mean, people are going to play Jonathan Taylor. He, I got, he's Jonathan I got Taylor. JT at five. I had JT at like six and a half, I think. Hey, man, if y'all got him low, I will go with what y'all got. So if y'all think he's 10% or less, I'm in. Sign me up for JT as well. I'm in. And and the main reason is, once again, I told you this game, I I, I like this game, period. Yeah, but you you like the passing side of it. I do like the passing side of it. But there's always the the chance JT is Derrick Henry-esque, and he breaks off these huge runs, you know, that you were just talking about with Tony Pollard that he does as well. Pacing this game up, I could see a battle where these two running backs just score 15,000 points between them. That's definitely within the realm of possibilities. Right, right, right. I'm with you. I'm with you. And anytime you. you give me somebody elite, which Jonathan Taylor is the elite of the elite, at sub ten, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the dice on that all the, all all day. He is the one on one. I mean, he was my one oh four, but that's a different conversation. Yes, for a different day. Because my one on one was my king. Oh damn right, it should be. 
Next year it won't be. Next year it will not. My king shall remain on the throne until death. Or retirement. Whatever. Let's go. Buffalo Sabres beating Vancouver tonight. Let's go. Who freaking cares? That doesn't sound like football. What division they in? (laughs) We're sitting in the AFC North. I think they're in the AFC East. You know, Buffalo, Buffalo. Get it? No. I'm giving you some Bills talk since... Really, Dale? Why does he have this stuff queued up? No, no that's it. That's no. his mouth. Sully, I can do that right on. Like, oh, that's on his, cue. Wow, yeah, that's, that's me. So that's, his, that's his mouth. That is strange, bro. Like on cue, Sully, I can do that anytime. It's fair. Fair. So anytime Baker just starts hitting them off with them off the wall bullshit off topic, and we're just gonna hit wow. it. Because <laughs> we can't Baker. do it to the owner of the deli, so we have to do it to the. Like, I mean, you can the, do it to the owner of the deli. Fuck we can't do it to the owner. Fuck the owner. He can kiss my no. ass. The owner, he can the owner has upgraded. Like, he assigned me to a position from intern to non-paid employee. I mean, hey. you've been on more shows than Studer, so. This is true. <laughs> hey. You, uh, you ready to head over to receiver or Baker? Did you want to talk about Zeke for some odd reason? <laughs> I mean, I. All right, last week I mentioned, you know what I'm saying, putting one between, you know, in the back of Zeke's head. I did not realize he got the lines the following week. So we're going to hold off on putting Zeke down. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to give him his farewell tour with the Lions because they are the gift that gives to every fucking body. And then we'll put him down. <laughs> Give one last hurrah. They're going to shoot him in the back of the dome. Absolutely. It's going to be like. Draymond to uh, Paul Pierce when he was retiring, telling him he ain't Kobe. <laughs> right. I thought Baker. you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say that. You know, I'm about to hit him with that Jordan pool. Huh. Drop his ass. Huh. What? <laughs> Baker. I'll take. Uh, I'll take Zeke versus Tony Pollard right now. Pay me. <clears throat> Dale. You just made the list. <laughs> Thank you. another win for the bad guy so decision points at receiver and I think this is where the slate is going to be made or broken I think the two most interesting pivot plays two or three actually uh, pivot plays on this slate reside at the wide receiver position and the first guy I'm going to talk about is Devontae Adams who is the legit direct leverage off of Josh Jacobs. I think that a lot more people should be taking the risk that Devontae goes off and Josh Jacobs doesn't, as opposed to the opposite. You leverage all of the Josh Jacobs owners if you go at Devontae instead of um, Josh Jacobs. On FanDuel, as I mentioned, it's a lot easier because they're the exact same price. So if you put Josh Jacobs in your flex, your one o'clockers are failing or failed, you can move directly off of Josh Jacobs and go directly to Devontae Adams. DraftKings, you kind of got to build around that because the price discrepancy is a bit different over there. But if you want to build that into your lineups, I think that that's a very solid way to go when it comes to that. Um, Another interesting decision. Chris Godwin versus Mike Evans. I don't understand why the alpha in this offense, minus Uncle Lenny, 
is always less owned than Chris Godwin. Mike Evans got has three touchdowns and 100 yards written all over him every time that he takes the field. And we got a bit of a, a squeaky, little squeaky wheel, little squeaky wheel there. And then, obviously, the chalk <coughs> of the chalk on the slate is going to be Sidarius Lamb. And I think if you don't want to play him, you can go straight down and stay in that offense, but go to Michael Gallup. We've seen Michael Gallup with his rapport with Dakota, and I think that CeeDee Lamb could have a very solid game. A 7 for 89 line is not bad for CeeDee Lamb. However, if we get these deep shots, we know the deep play guy is Michael Gallup. And again, Baker will reference your point. Detroit is that gift that keeps on giving. And I think there is a lot of gifts to be had in this Dallas offense. So I would rather play Michael Gallup at less than 10% than Sidarius Lamb at 30 plus. Whatever the case may be when the ownership, you know, finally shakes out. And the last guy I'll mention, because you kind of harped on him a little bit earlier, is Pity City, Michael Pittman Jr. No one's going to play him. Do we not just see him go 13 catches over 100 yards just last week? And no one's going to, quote unquote, chase that? That seems absolutely crazy to me. So, Pity City uh, definitely invites some mini stack potential with our king or, you know, to a lesser extent, Bobby Trees. With Matt Ryan. I'm not playing with Matt Ryan. I said mini stack. I said mini correlation. I'm not playing freaking Matt Ryan. God, I can't wait to take some shit down with Matt Ryan tomorrow. It's going to be glorious. Baker, I will take Davis Mills versus Matt Ryan right I, now. I've been waiting for you to say that all day. Right now. I've been waiting. Dale? Thank, thank you. you. Another win for me. Another win for the bad guy. Baker, I'll start with you. Tell me some other low-owned wide receivers that we should be targeting tomorrow. Um, Does... Does DK Metcalf count as low owned? Not on my slate. No. Or not on my projections. Does Tyler Lockett count as low owned? Well, everybody's going to be off him because of his hamstring injury. So, yes, I would consider him low owned. Does Jamar Chase count as low owned? Absolutely freaking not, you idiot. <laughs> I was just saying, like, literally my, my highest wide receivers until you'd call me an idiot. There you go. All right, we're going to get back into this Cleveland-Baltimore game. Theory is, and I'm once again going to quote Chill, Amari Cooper does not show up on the road. Not to mention he has probably the toughest matchup going up against the Ravens in uh, Marlon Humphreys. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if the Browns are going to score, I mentioned the fact that David Bell's snaps have been up. I'm not sure if I have the, if I have the stones to pull the trigger on David Bell. Yeah, but, that's, uh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, whoa. We're, getting, we're, we're, we're getting off the reservation with some David Bell. So he thought his picks were off the roof. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I thought I was a psychopath. <laughs> oh, Lord. But I can get behind some Don- Donovan Peoples-Jones. Okay, like, I'm with you on the Donovan Peoples-Jones thing, but why does it feel like every time the ball is thrown to Donovan Peoples-Jones, he's diving for the ball? It's because he is. <laughs> because he is. Why does he's it feel like, that way? Because no, he 100% no, 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 no. is. It's like that outfielder in fucking baseball that just dives for every point. No matter, it, it's it's not even fucking close. 
Like, this is easy pop-up, and this dude's like, I'm gonna die for it. <laughs> it's like, what? Or Jacoby Brissett can't put it on him, so he's like, fuck, I gotta be an athlete? An athlete? Uh... But yes, I, I think D, I think DPJ makes a uh, intriguing run back with the other Lamar stacks. So if you want to go the Lamar, the Lamar Andrews route, obviously, you know, we speak heavily on being unique if you're going to go uh, with a chalkier route. And I think it, uh, a DPJ definitely gives you a unique build to your Lamar stacks. That is definitely the way to get At unique. 4100. So interesting stat that I saw today. Like Big Mike is gaining a little bit of uh, ownership because of the news with Keenan Allen uh, about him not playing. Apparently, Seattle's been really, really good at shutting down perimeter wide receivers. Now, Big Mike is still a fantastic play just based off of volume alone, and he can just absolutely go moss anybody. But where Seattle apparently really gives it up is in the slot. Last time I checked, Palmer was still in the concussion protocol, so it looks like he may not play. Yep, that's DeAndre Carter, bud. So if we're going to get all the way, this is me going completely off the board, Sully. Okay. DeAndre Carter or, or, I mean, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. I can see them running out their two tight ends, one online and one in the slot. And that leads to either Gerald Everett or DeAndre Carter, you know, being that, that piece of the Chargers offense that has the favorable matchup against the Seahawks. It's got to be Everett, right? Uh, Isn't Parham out though? So how are they going to run out their two tight ends? The other dude's just literally just a blocker. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah, that's what I said. It's probably going to be Everett sliding into the slot, uh, which oh, I can definitely see. I can see it. I mean, why not? Or, I mean, you could even always put Austin Eckler in the slot. I mean, you could put Austin Eckler anywhere. You're right, really though. Good. I mean, that just, without without Keenan Allen, that just boosts the floor for Austin Eckler. I it mean, does. I know we're not on running backs anymore, but yeah, like, I know his price is exorbitant, which would keep a lot of people off of him, but... That just increases the floor for Austin Eckler to get more receptions. So. Agreed. But like I said, we're going off the reservation. It's like you guys are playing uh, foosball and I'm playing shuffleboard. I think DeAndre Carter's that shuffleboard play for me. Baker, is the De- so DeAndre Carter's is their their last wide receiver in basically, right? I mean, they have a few more rookies that haven't seen damn near any playing time this year. Okay. So pretty much yes. Baker, I will take I will take that guy who you just mentioned. I will I will put him against Omari Rogers tomorrow. Um Okay. Uh, you you um, you you're gonna have um, to give me some kind of thought process or logic behind okay, why the listen. fudge would listen. be playing Omari Rogers. Listen, so, okay, hold on, listen. hold on, hold on. What am I what am I writing here? DeAndre Carter versus Amari Rogers. Ew. Are you, yeah. are you sure about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going off the reservation. So, uh, Randall Cobb just hit the IR. Yes. Sammy Watkins probably ain't coming back tomorrow. He's questionable, but let's be real. Who cares? So, let's just consider him out. Okay. When Randall Cobb went down with his injury, Amari Rogers had to, had to be the one to step into that slot role. That's the most amount of snaps he's played all year because they literally have nobody else. I mean, it's the most snaps he's played in his career. Correct. Correct. He caught his one target. All right. This is the this is the deepest dart throw you'll ever find in your life. However, if he's going to be out there on three wide receiver sets, 
and again, this is the commanders we're talking about. Yes. There is potential that and oh, obviously no no Christian Watson either. He's out. Um there there's a potential if he gets his snap share up to I don't know 20 to 30 snaps in that game, there is potential for two to three deep shots with Amari Rodgers. We know he's their punt and kick returner, so he has elite speed. If you get him in a mismatch, he could be the guy that scores a random touchdown from from Aaron Rodgers. I'm just putting it out there. This so you mean is, to tell is, me this is MME. You want not to you, be playing small field at you, all. You want to take a player, yeah, who ceiling might be <laughs> twenty snaps. Yeah, 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 yeah. So best case scenario, if yeah. they run sixty plays, yeah, he's out there for thirty, not thirty, yeah, thirty percent of their snaps. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Big oof. versus a receiver who starting. Who, who who not only will start is playing a far uh a far worse secondary in Seattle versus Washington. Actually, it might just be comparable. We'll just call that a wash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just call it a wash. Yeah, yeah. But somebody who's gonna play probably close to 80-ish percent of his team snaps, if not more. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh-huh. Sully. That's a bold move, Cotton. Baker. I mean, Sully, this is like, I mean, come on. I mean, th- these bets are getting too easy for me. Baker, they are, they are getting way Baker, too easy. I have never been so sure of anything in my adult life. Okay, Amari Rogers is splashing pay dirt tomorrow at approximately one forty-five p.m. in the afternoon. Book it. They play at uh, one. At one. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was yeah, at the it's the Chargers game. that play it. The Chargers yeah, yeah, yeah. play it. And start, the Chargers play later. So Amari Rogers setting the benchmark, bro. All right, Sully, I'm gonna dare you to put your money where your mouth is. Ooh. Okay, talk to me. I have no idea what the prop is on an Amari Rogers anytime touchdown for Green Bay uh, tomorrow. <laughs> okay, I'm sure. I'm sure there's <laughs> not one. I mean, I can look it up as we begin to start looking at tight ends, as we begin to start talking about tight ends, but I dare you to put your hard-earned dollars, not only on Amari Rodgers in your lineup, but if you are so certain that he's going to score a touchdown tomorrow, I'm trying to get you more monies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Amari, anytime touchdown has to be stupid odds. Uh Uh-huh. I'm just saying, that's my dare to you, to put your money where your mouth is and put a, a, a bet in Amari Rodgers anytime touchdown. Okay, okay, all right, all right. I'm in, I'm in. I'm totally in. Um, On FanDuel, it's plus 1,300. Bro. Solid. Gross. On DraftKings, it's plus 950, and MGM is plus 750. I'm trying to put some more money in your pocket, Sully. I, I, I respect you, man. I appreciate you, bro. I know you're looking out for me and the fam because I got kids. And, oh, yeah, one last receiver that I'll throw out there because I do still, do still love the Colts, Alec Pierce. All right, I'm done now. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that uh, Chill's fat chick at the bar is the sun god. Uh, I'll say, bro. I was about to say, I didn't even get into the wide receivers. I was going with the sun god or Romeo Dobbs. I mean... Romeo Dobbs after his last four games says nine, five, eight, and eight, 
for targets over his last four games, and it's only going to go up. I mean, Romeo must die could be a fantastic play. <laughs> Dale, you've picked the wrong Green Bay receiver. Lord Jesus. <laughs> All right. You, you, you want my, my – No. Well, come on, bud. You want my lock-in? I, I'm you, not you, taking Romeo Dobbs versus Amari no, no, Rodgers. No, 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 no. This is going to be even better. Even okay, better. talk to me. Romeo Dobbs will double the point output of Amari Rodgers. So what does he need? One catch for 10 yards? Facts. <laughs> well, you can't double zero, so I mean. <laughs> if he gets double zero. <laughs> God damn it. Are you ready to move on to tight end? Because I, I wanted to have some fun at wide receiver. Because I, I am ready. I am ready for Michael Gallup to smash the slate and Omari Rogers to score at approximately one forty-five p.m. Eastern Absolutely. Eastern Standard Time. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stay asleep until after one forty-five. Just so. Oh my god! If I'll you wake, wake up, up and there's like twenty texts on your phone, I'll wake up at one. Don't just don't even. Look yeah, I'll wake up, up at one forty-six. If, if my phone is just lit up like a Christmas tree, going back to sleep. <laughs> it's going to be like when I blow up Chili's phone when Braxton Barrio scores for the brand. Your brand is all sorts of fucked up for the record. Wh- why? I mean, Tony Pollard, Braxton Barrios. Like, come on, get your shit together. Get your head. Uh, out. It also Ooh, has. Man. It also has Omari Cooper. Okay, you. King Henry, Geno Smith. Okay, there's some there's some ballers on the brand. Okay, did you just mention the number one PFF quarterback? He is not the number one. He is he's not number one. He is playing this number one playing this week. That's playing this week. That's playing this week. God, if you would have read the syllabus and went back and listened again to the Wednesday show, I did listen to the Wednesday show again. Actually, the number one. Rated PFF quarterback this week that is playing is the brand's captain. I mean, don't worry. That, 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 first of all, that it, it has Sully's brand. Let's be very clear on that. Sully, oh, there's, only, there, there's only one brand. All right, I've coined it. All right, it is the <laughs> brand. There is no Dale brand. There's no Baker brand. There's oh, no there's a, there's a Baker brand. brand. No, no, it's no, not. No, 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 no. no, no I can no. have my own brand. I can have my own brand. You can't. No, you no, no. You name it something else. I don't give a shit what you name it. However, it's, it's the brand is Sully's and Sully's alone. No. Just like the fat chick at the bar belongs to Chill. Okay, <laughs> you create your own shit and you leave my shit alone. All right. I will. If you don't have a copyright infringement on it. All right. If I want to, if I want, if I want to hijack it, I will. You cannot stop me, Baker. Mm. Tight let's, end, uh, let's slide on the tight ends. Tight end, Sully. So, uh, most of the ownership, OBS, is concentrated around Mark Andrews. And on the higher end, it looks like, albeit a little steam has been gathered behind Kelsey and Kittle, I think they still at least come half-owned of Mark Andrews. And I get it. I mean, this matchup is delectable, as it were. Mark Andrews only been shut down one time, and that was against the Buffalo Bills. But... Again, Cleveland is is bad, and I get the justification for the ownership. I just don't get it for the price. So I know that there's only two tight ends on this slate that can separate themselves from the position, being Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews. 
But if you tell me that Travis Kelsey is going to come in half the ownership, if not more than half the ownership of Mark Andrews, I'll take Travis Kelsey every day of the week. I get, you know, the natural stacking partner is expensive when it comes to Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. We understand that. But minus those guys, it seems like there's this is the week to pay down at tight end. Um, an adjustment from Wednesday's show, it looks like people have, I don't know, got a brain and are not playing Greg Daltich this week, especially with the news, especially with the news that Let's Ride is out. So, um, yeah, thank goodness people are coming off of that. But, nope. again, we got the island of Foster Moreau open or Foster, Australian for tight end. Uh, he's now unlocked with the absence of Darren Waller. There's other guys at Kate Otten, another pay down option. And I think this ownership is going to be pretty much spread out. But as Baker mentioned earlier, a guy that's not coming in with a lot of ownership is Gerald Everett. I mean, we're talking about a, a team that is going to have to rely on other passing options with the potential absence of Keenan Allen. He could be basically thrust into the slot role for this team. And if Seattle is as bad as advertised, because they are, Gerald Everett at lower ownership could be a a, a mid-priced option. He's not a pay-up option. He's not a low-priced option. He's a, he's a mid-priced option. So Gerald Everett is one of the guys I am definitely highlighting on this slate at low ownership. So that's my guy. Uh, how about you guys? Dale, tight ends, low-owned? Oh, it's Greg Dolchich. Duh. It is not. He's not low-owned. He's not low-owned, and he sucks. I mean, he doesn't suck. He actually is really, really good. But his situation uh, sucks. His situation is trash. I, I get it, but... So, I just, who, I got who's it their, 4%. Who's their quarterback again? I don't know. That's the point. Thank you, Baker. But, but what do quarterbacks that don't see the field very often like to do the most? Throw incompletions, interceptions, get sacked. I don't know. You name it. Throw checkdowns. To Melvin Gordon? No, Melvin Gordon's not even going to see the field. To Latavius starting. Stop it. Oh, yeah, because because uh, Les Ryan's not playing. I forgot. <laughs> nah, even before uh, Russell, Russell Wilson got ruled out, uh, Nathaniel Hackett said Melvin Gordon was starting on Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> anyway... But yeah, I got Greg Dolchit at twelve percent right now. I I have him at four. I see eight up, myself. I'm Regardless, it's too fifteen. Regardless, it's too much. All right. I mean, if you're gonna double stack with uh, you know, the Sun God, you could always go T.J. Hawkinson. Don't you fucking dare! You got your one good week out of T.J. Hawkinson. You leave that man the fuck alone. Seriously, you missed the boom week. It's it's over. Run away. It's it's done. We're done here. I can't do it. I I can't I can't pull the trigger on T.J. Hawkinson. I refuse. It's like hell. We barely wanted to play him when he was chalk. We ain't about to play him in this matchup. I know, right? I mean, you're can't right. Nobody's brother. going to play T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah, and this is the low owned show. So I mean, I guess he does fit the bill. He fits the description. But ugh. I can't do it, big dog. I can't do it. What do you guys have for uh, Bob Tunyon? 
Hey, man, anybody coming off 10 catches, uh, I, I, I mean, I'm in on. Uh, ownership on Big Bob, I got less than five. Likewise. Yeah, I've got three. You're just talking about how he's got to have somebody to throw the ball to, right? He does, Dale. Amari Rogers, bro. Remember the name, bro. Oh, Lord. This is, I'm going to lose sleep. Just thinking about Amari Rogers. You're gonna lose <laughs> sleep on Sunday night thinking, oh my God, I could have won, but I played Amari Rogers. <laughs> You're talking about the guy's gonna have like Amari Rogers and Davis Mills in the same lineup. Oh I mean, literally you're playing every like you're just everybody rest of the dudes are on your team at that point in time. Like fuck paying down anywhere else. You just play the rest oh, of yeah, the Oh yeah, 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 yeah. King Henry, Austin Eckler, Uncle Lenny, they're all they're all in the lineup at that point. Lord Jesus. I mean, hey. I don't ha- I- go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. No, you go. You go. You go. You go. I don't have another low own because, I mean, pretty much uh, the rest of the tight ends have been mentioned. I will give an honorary mention. Chill. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Um, for his brand. Redacted. Redacted. Uh, like... Travis Kelsey obviously is coming in no at low ownership. You mentioned him getting steamed up. It like and we were talking about it before the show. It is so difficult to build lineups with Travis Kelsey. Whether it's with Pat Mahomes, without Pat Mahomes, whatever the case may be. Even if you're building it with a Jimmy G as uh tra- using Travis as a runback, it mm-hmm. is so difficult to build these lineups with Travis Kelsey. It's ridiculous. I think his ownership drops. Like whatever we're projecting him at five, six, eight, I think that projection drops. Just because when it comes to, you know, people building tonight and tomorrow morning and so on and so forth, it is so difficult. People will come off of him, and if they want a piece of that game, they're going to go to uh, George Kittle, I think. I think George Kittle catches a little bit more steam, and Kelsey just is the odd man out. Agreed. I 100% agree. 100%. Uh, what I was trying to say is that I know we're running a little long. We'll slap defense in the face and as long as I, and uh, hit our slate breaker after that. But uh, I swear to God, and I can't make this up. I had a dream. <laughs> I had oh, a dream Lord. last night. We were we were recording an episode of the DFS Deli, and I promise you, the sun god, Amon Ross St. Brown, walked into my apartment, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and literally was like, "Can I be a guest <laughs> on your show?" And I'm like, "Dude." Grab a mic. So half the show, half the show was us asking questions about football and you know fantasy and et cetera, et cetera, with Amon Ross St. Brown. So if that doesn't say Sully, you lock in Amon Ross St. Brown in all your lineups. I don't know what does. I mean, it it, it sounds like you just hit the lock button on. Uh... I have to. I have to. A. I'm thinking about DFS too much. And B. Why him? <laughs> so random so I, re- so random it could have been anybody on the brand it could have been gino no it was the sun god and i'm like bro lock it in i'm in i'm, I'm in i'm in every lineup every lineup will have a mini stack of the sun god and uh michael gallup every last one or tony pollard or yep you're right you right you. or Tony Roller. I, I you, appreciate you. You right. You right, my you right, my dude. You right. You right. Uh defenses real quick. Anybody but the Jets. Sticking with what I said Wednesday. Cowboys. Dale. Denver. 
it's like I said, <laughs> it's that Iowa versus North Dakota State or South Dakota State, whoever the hell it was. Seven to five, no touchdown scored. Gross. <laughs> you know Denver's defense is gonna be on the field the entire game. <laughs> they, they about to be gassed. I mean, gassed. And then Brees the Beast is going to break out like a 70-yarder at the end of the game. Oh, I can definitely see that. Definitely see that. But, yeah, I mean, I like the Cowboys call. I mean, oh, and it's Jericho in sucks. Denver, too. Yes, it's in Denver. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. Don't care. Don't care. Yeah, no other, no, no other defense really intrigues me. I mean, like, you know, defense is so highly variant. You could play damn near anybody and get away with it, except the Jags last week who got negative. Gross. Hey, that's your boy Matt Ryan, man. That is your my boy. boy. That, that's my, your boy. My boy. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Baker, who breaks the slate tomorrow? Give me your slate breaker and a random bowl call. I, I need two. Because you already know I'm saying Amari, Amari Rogers' name one more time. So I need I need a random <laughs> bowl call. And who breakies who breaks the slate tomorrow? All right, we're gonna stick in this Colts uh, Titans game for both of these. Uh well one, this Colts game this Colts game will hit 60 points. Okay, 60. All right, all right. Second of all, we're gonna go with Alec Pierce. Over a hundred and two of them things. Wow. Yeah, at forty three hundred, wow. he's going to be a piece that you desperately need. Okay. Wow. Wow. Dale, who breaks the slate? And another random call. Um, I'm going with Gus Edwards. I'm breaking the slate. Breaking the slate, Gus yes. Edwards. Yes, hear me is out. On literally this. a tournament winner tomorrow, Gus. At hear me out. Ready? This dude is going to have like he's going to have like that Travis Kelsey game a couple weeks ago where it was like four catches. Or sorry, five catches for twenty-five yards and four touchdowns. Except for this dude's gonna have like ten carries for twenty yards, three touchdowns, and then a receiving touchdown too. Throw it in there. This dude has like five catches in his career, and somebody's about to have enough. He's gonna have, what the? Fuck? Yep. Man, this is the same dude that called Mike a sicky last week. So I mean, and I'm not giving him credit for that. I still refuse. <laughs> and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. I gave you credit for those. I gave you credit. Mike Kosicki, you do not get credit for me. Is it because he does the gritty better than you do? First of all, no the fuck he doesn't. <laughs> Second of all... I feel like you just mad, bro. <laughs> you mad? I mean, I, I according to the, the opinion of Baker, Baker does a pretty good uh, gritty. But, mm. but no, Mike Kosicki, just hell no. Not a chance in fucking hell. <clears throat> or... No. 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 Wow. <laughs> Did uh I can't stand you. Was Mike Kosicki my bold call last week? No, no, but you didn't mention him in tight ends and we shit on you for it. That's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, All so right. uh bold call. Um the the Seahawks and Chargers game hit seventy. I think it's going to go straight up, straight up Seahawks-Lions from a few weeks ago. 
I so think you're going to need multiple pieces from that game. So you're saying I'm, that DeAndre Carter's about to go stupid. He could. He could. <laughs> certainly could. Certainly could. Why the hell not? I think no matter how you want to stack this game, whether it's from the Geno side or the Herbert side, I don't care. Whatever the case is, just stack this game in any way possible. Obviously, uh, Omari Rogers scores a 50-yard touchdown. At 1.45. At approximately 1.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I think your slate breaker... I think your slate breaker is in that game, is in the um, <clears throat> the Chargers Seahawks game, and I think Big Mike is going for at least a buck twenty five and two trips to the end zone. Area. I need that so bad, nearly, especially since Keenan Allen and DeAndre Swift ain't playing. I need that. I need all of that. Well, get ready for it because it's happening. Guys, any other closing thoughts before we go ahead and shut down the deli for the night and welcome everybody into their Sunday morning slate? That I'm so glad that DeAndre Hopkins is back. That's just lovely. Just lovely. Baker, closing thoughts for the slate tomorrow? Uh, No ride. Ah. I already miss you, Russell Wilson. I already miss you. Well, I guess I'll be doing the mopping tonight because I don't have chill. Baker, you go take your smoke break. That'll last into closing. Sounds about right. I got the grill. (laughs) Dale, I appreciate you stepping in, taking care of the grill for us. Don't forget to like and subscribe on your way out. We appreciate all you listening on this fine Sunday morning. Good luck to all of you. And, of course, I hope to see you all at this – well, beneath me because – you know, Davis Mills and, and company will lead me to. Well, they're they're, they're going to be smart, Sully. They're going to play Carter over Rogers, so they'll they'll be ahead of you. I don't think anyone will play either of them, but I mean, there's <laughs> there's that. But uh, regardless of how you get there, I hope I see you all at the top. Thanks for listening tonight. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>